Hi, my name is Anamika Hops, and this is The Art Friend Show, where every conversation focuses on getting to know the essence of creativity itself. I'd love to invite you as well to join me inside of Art Friend School, where we go deeper into these topics and join in with other art friends around the world. Thanks so much for joining us, and let's get to the show. All right, we're here for an art friend interview. I'm so excited for today's guest. Um, first of all, my name is Anamika Hops. I'm an artist in Portland, Oregon. I'm a painter and I do mentoring with artists. And this is a series of 100 days in a row where we are going live and um, talking about art. So without further ado, I'm going to invite in the prolific, the wonderful, the dynamic Marissa Huber, who co-created Carve Out Time for Art. And we're going to talk all about her art and creative process. Yay, there you are. Hi. <laughs> I'm so honored and excited to be here. You just have such great energy. I mean, I already saw you for a minute before, but you're the best. So. <laughs> excited to be here and have fun. I feel the same way. I just, we were just chatting. I'm like, as creatives, we have ideas that come to us, that beckon at us. And this idea of having an art friend show has been a very persistent visitor for me. It's like, make this, make this, you know, and I'm just so grateful to you and to our community for everyone tuning in and signing up for interviews because we're making this together. You're helping me like workshop this show and, and I hope to give it a, a long-term form. Um, and on that note, one of the first questions I wanted to ask you, Marissa, is, you know, kind of going back to the inception of your concept of carve out time for art and then the subsequent book, like The Art of Motherhood, those big projects, when did they beckon at you and what was the creation process like? Oh, I love the question. So happy to be here. Hi, everybody. If you don't know me, Marissa Huber. Um, I think, so Carve Out Time for Art, it was just was this, it wasn't meant to be what it was. And it's good because I don't dream big enough sometimes. And that's like something that I need to be better at. Yeah. Um, the, the goal was that when I was a new mom, my son's 10 now, I noticed everybody was coming to me being like, you'll never do anything. Oh my gosh. Like, and if I did, and I was like, if I did do something, they acted like I was like bragging. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm just, I needed to do something for myself, just like you might want to go for a run or whatever. So I said, you know what, there's something here and I'm going to interview 10 people. That's it. So I just reached out to 10 people. I had this idea and I said, I want to prove out that there are people who can do stuff and that being a mom doesn't just mean, or a parent, you know, being, I want to be inclusive. Yeah. Um, like it doesn't mean that you can no longer do anything for you, whatever that is. Um, and then and long story short, I interviewed 10 people and I said like, I don't know what this is going to be, but would you be in? And they all were like, yes. And then I just kept going. I did 70 interviews and one of the people I interviewed was Heather Kirtland's who's now like my partner, um, creative partner, I said, like, I love to say at the end, like, is there anything that, um, like a big dream you have? And she wrote, I would love to write a book on this, maybe with you. And she, she had like deleted it and put it back. Really? And she's like, whatever, I'll leave. And then I was, I was like, oh my gosh, I have that idea too. So we talked and we, in five minutes, it was actually in two minutes, it was like this, like blah, 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 blah. 
and we said let's let's just see if we can make it work and then i was wanted to, i created carve out time carve out time for art as like a hashtag to encourage other people to do it and then i put it on instagram so that people had a place to do it and share the interviews instead of just on my personal blog so yeah. how it happened it was very organic wow and then i kind of you know together in 2015 started bringing it all together and saying we wanted to show people that they weren't alone and that it didn't really matter like what the beautiful curatedness that other people might see that there was room for everybody and mm -hmm. had to like show up and it didn't have to be perfect so that's what we tried to do to show like we're definitely not perfect and we screw up all the time and we're not even full-time artists you know we love that people are but anyway that's about it and just started asking people to do like takeovers and now we've hosted at least at least 300 people wow. since 2017. Wow. Yeah. I love, I've got so many chills while you're talking. I just, it's so cool to hear the inception story was similar and you're like, okay, I have this idea for interviews. I'm gonna interview 10 people. And then you followed that thread. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm a be beginner interviewer here and I realized that let's actually, um, take a moment for you to introduce yourself to people who may not have met you before. Like, what's your name? What do you do? Where do you live? You know, that sort of thing. Let's, let's give you the proper introduction before we continue. You got my vibe. I'm so I'm Marissa Huber. I live in South Florida. And um, I'm married to a painter who was an art professor, representational painter. So that's good. So he encourages me like to make time. But also we're like, ah, and he's a stay-at-home dad. And I have a day job where I have an interior design background and I do consulting to help companies figure out what to do with their space and bring people together. Mm -hmm. That's kind of emerged into, I'm through Instagram and stuff. I've noticed that like, I love connecting people. I'm a people person, but I don't have a big art community in real life down here. I did in Philadelphia where we used mm -hmm. to live and that's, reasons like over the past seven years I've spent so much put so much positive energy into um, Instagram because like that's where all of the kindred spirits that I know are and that's been a really nice like touch point to me mm -hmm. when I'm like at a day job and or sitting in a commute I can like pick up a phone and talk to an artist friend and yeah. like part of something not just like a weekender and then what I, what do I do I um I have two kids and a dog I paint a, a little bit on I try to use like um, acrylic gouache. I used to, to use more watercolor in the back, uh, but I like to push the paint around mm -hmm. um, in the surface pattern design several years ago, which was a good way to like incorporate art into my busy life. And I do some of that, but to be honest, I got a little burnt out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's the computer and using my hands. So yeah, that's about it. Amazing. Thanks for giving us your personal, um, <laughs> nutshell and the context some of the context for which these things that are you know such gifts to our community your book art of motherhood i used to have that you know my daughter is about to turn four and so those years just going in i and it, it was perfect because of my um level of exhaustion too i could read like one person's story and ponder that um, while eating, eating lunch or a snack or whatever. And then 
it, it's just like, perfect. Um, That's it. Those. Yes, we created this book. I'm like, do I, I might even, I don't know if I have it here, but it's, it, it's just exactly that, like inspiration to show people and it can, it has like an index and it's, we made it a specific size so you could use like one hand if you needed to. You, you know? did? I had no idea. I've totally done yeah. that. That's amazing. It, you know, not to like big enough. That's like a beautiful coffee table book. And like, we want, we have such gorgeous pictures, but also like, you know, small enough that you could hand it, you know, use a hand. Yeah. So I, I love that detail. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So also with this, um, creating kind of this other entity, I mean, even today you're like, all right, are we going live with, um, the the community the carve out time for art what's it like to be at the helm of that or to or actually how do you feel do you feel like you're kind of behind the curtain or at the helm or what's it feel like to have this other account that's beyond uh Dang. yeah I, I think it's i think it's ebbed and flowed um when it started in 2015 heather and i were definitely more showing our face jumping on live um we did like an annual Instagram challenge, you know, like a five day challenge to get people engaged. And I mean, that was 2015, 2016. I mean, I would be sitting there crying at the things people were sharing. Aww. It was moving. Yeah. Um, and then we organized like, and this is funny, like I'll solve, like you said, we have a creative idea and it's usually coming from a problem we have. Mm. I was a 10 hour a week commute and I'm like, I'm so sick of podcasts. I want to have my own conversations. Yeah. So I'm just going to reach out to an Instagram friend. It was Krista David, who was the first one. I said, hey, could we have a chat, like a phone date to talk about this outside of the comments? She's like, sure. And I said, I, and I started just asking people and I love them so much that I still talk to people all the time. And we asked our community, hey, here's a Google form, like fill it out if you want to be part of this. And we matched up 150 artists in like 2017 to two, three phone calls. And it was just like we would, before we would kind of like run with ideas and do things. I think over the years, it's probably um, like just being candid, it's ebbed and flowed, especially as like my work changed. And like mm -hmm. Heather is a stylist by day. Like, so both of us are pretty busy. Yeah. But we want to make sure that we're keeping the community there for people. Like we used to do a daily, a weekly question. Okay. So what's, what am I trying to say? I think like, it feels like it's an honor and I, we take it seriously, but we also don't want to just like dial it in. So if it ever gets yeah. to that point, I'd probably want to be like, like, okay, this existed for this period. And now we need, you know, now we're moving on, but we're having some fun with it again this year and kind of refreshing. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I've been nourished by your create, by your creation. And, you know, as a fellow artist and, and creative business owner, I think I'm like this thing that's been beckoning at me is is the art friend show. I just love talking to artists and creating creating a sense of community and belonging. And mm -hmm. I know my own personal like, you know, um, cycles of energy and there's there's this thing I'm being called to create of art friend world, which is like a, a bigger community, which is a message that's beyond me for people to make friends with their creativity. And the, I think the biggest um, comparison I have is starting my newsletter about 10 years ago and feeling what it's like to have a long-term project that 
is accountable to other people and kind of does feel like a, a world, a world creating process mm -hmm. and know how, how exciting it is and also how sometimes difficult it is to sustain it. Oh yeah. And so I look, look at, at you maintaining the carve out time for art and I can totally uh, applaud you for, for that innate sense of wanting to show up, but also not wanting to just phone it in or show up in an inauthentic way. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. times like I like like the book projects. We knew we're like okay. We worked on that for five years, and then we were gonna we launched it in 2020. We were March. Actually, it was like a three years ago today. I think we were at Alt Summit. Really? Yeah, and we were we we're dying laughing, saying, "Well, hey, Carrie." We were saying like, "Hey," to our husbands. 2020 is going to be our year. We're going to be like traveling all over. We, we planned this book tour. West Elm offered to pay and like host us because like Heather was an artist. We were talking to Minted. We were so excited. Like people were sending donations to help fund it. Yeah. And we were so excited. And then we went to Alt Summit and we're like, oh, like, should we go? What's happening with this COVID? And then boom, it was like, you know, which I, and then we had our book come out and it was like there's shipping delays and stuff which these are all first world problems like people were dying there's there's greater things but that was a bit like looking back it had we had been working on that for about five years and it was a it was a bit of a personal letdown to just be like okay i'm i don't feel like talking about it anymore it's i think like we're happy it's out here like we just want people to hold it and if i get one message from somebody saying like this helped me or I decided to go seek help because I realized I'm having postpartum depression, like whatever that is, or I decided to pick up art because of this book yeah. that meant thing to us. Mm -hmm. it, but it's not about like, you know, but you can get a little burnt out or like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it's like, well, what I see too is like before the pandemic, before the lockdown was declared, you had all these, external things assisting you like sponsors and invitations and travel to mm -hmm. help get that book out into the world in a bigger way and then when that happened and it was up to your personal energy to drive it or to reassess and, and regroup you also had to sit with that disappointment yeah. of it you know that's that's very real and trust i mean that's when we have to be like dude, it's not always up to me. We, we can run the business, we can show up, we, we come up with ideas. I think some are great, I think some are not, and it's not always up to me which ones take off and um, cause, yeah, cause a ripple. Um, yeah, and it's and not to complain, because I want to be, but it was, I think, it definitely took the wind out of your sales, because it came from, and then we were also having to adjust to everything. So I think in the moment it was, I mean, we laughed about it. Like we said, okay, well, here's our book launch. We're publishing it. And it's not what we thought, but we said like, this is on brand for us. The fact that I'm working from home all day, you're doing something and we're drinking champagne at lunch. And then like, it is like interrupting, you know, if anything, we just, humor is kind of like my love language. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Can we take a minute for some of your humorous anecdotes? Yeah. Because in my inner intake form, I ask for fun facts, and it. I'm just imagining you in middle school pranking. Can you just tell us a little bit? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, so I was, you know, the reason I think I care so much about people is because, I mean, I was super nerdy. I mean, I still am in middle school. And I had like, this is a fake tooth, but I had it like on a retainer at the time. And I had this, I would like pop out my retainer. And people to this day are like, I remember you had that tooth on a retainer. You could pop it out. That's yeah. okay. You're like, psych. And you were an athlete too, right? You had. I was a diver and I like platform and springboard and I played water polo mm -hmm. which is funny because that's why I think I thought well I'm good at art but I'm not like the best mm -hmm. and I'm sports but I'm not the best so in my head as a teenager I thought you really had to be like you have to excel at one thing which is kind of bullshit you know yeah yeah, yeah. you can so that, the fact that you had like this diversified skill set made you did it make you struggle to identify as an artist at that time or that's actually probably just a common thing about me that i've like i'm half filipino and i'm like raised in two cultures but i'm sort of always not asian enough i'm not all white like whatever so if anything like the otherness made me feel like i didn't ever belong but i also feel really comfortable being in so many groups now that now it's like a superpower i mean i love it mm -hmm. i can be like a and a connector and it's like oh i understand you know right yes but i'm also an athlete and i'm yeah. you know yeah i mean you just embody a sense of belonging and inclusiveness i've always whenever like you've actually been one of the redeeming people on instagram when i've gone through my grumpy phases and almost quit the app like then i connect with you and or people like you know that are really here and i'm like oh yeah that's right my friends are here let's let's transform our experience let's just be together and build yeah this yeah it can be um it can be cutthroat like, not cutthroat but like if it's in the wrong crowd or if it's in the wrong vein it's it's not fun you know yeah i um also during my postpartum uh mental health journey i I did a time where I um, followed zero accounts and thought about quitting Instagram entirely, but I, I followed zero accounts to try to retrain my brain so I wouldn't spend time scrolling. And I would focus on creating and broadcasting. But what I found then was I actually wasn't as inspired to create and contribute. Mm -hmm. And so as I've, as I've kind of gotten back into it and gotten back into the culture of it, I'm realizing that it really is in response and in in communication that I'm the most inspired. Um, so, yeah. you know, for what it's worth, it's like all about connection. Well, I think so. I mean, because even I was talking to a good friend who um, I won't name her, but they like have a similar type of. I know them in a in like the job sense and the art sense, and I think that's really cool. And we'll talk about like why is it that we need to share, you know? But I think like when you do create art, it's I mean, to me, not everybody, my husband's like, I don't care if I'm seen, but like, it's a, it feels good to me to feel that sense of belonging that I'm seen by someone who maybe understands something that's important to me or, um, or has something similar. Like I can feel your energy or that you care about creativity and like you're thoughtful about how you put things together and yeah. that rest. And then I'm feeling kind of energized or part of the, I don't know, this community of artists or whatever that is. Yes. Like when you share your art and you can maybe talk about it or ask for a critique or something from somebody versus just putting it into the void. I think for many people that's, that's helpful. Yeah. And that's what you're creating based on 
that actual like that genuine authentic need versus like I'm just doing this to make sure that my numbers are like it, <laughs> that thing, you know? Totally. Yeah. It's it's like I I'm curious about this with you too. Um over my career, you know, I was drawn to start teaching workshops and then uh, online classes and then students would ask me to work with them one-on-one -on -one, and then I created a mentoring offer which is now my yeah. life's work as the signature program and so I'm a very like um, artist to artist or like business to business type of um, service I you know I work with and for creatives as a as a fellow creative and mm -hmm. I've seen you at, at least I think so are you doing mentoring and do you feel like it's a natural wellspring of being a community oriented person or I think so I think there's people like it's funny my so my best friend is a certified coach and she's special shout out ladies and ladies against the grain if anybody's in hospitality she's amazing but she kept saying like you're a natural coach you should coach and I'm like no 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 because I had some hang-ups and I'm like I didn't really understand like oh there's boundaries around coaching and like a good coach is actually coaching or at least how I was taught through my training, like you have, you know, they're empowered and you're helping them empowered. It's not about like you having the answers. So I said, okay, fine, I'll take this coaching certification and, and I got work to pay for it because I can also do it at work. But like, yes, I totally do it. Like I mentor a bunch of people mm -hmm. for free at work all the time. And I'm like, finally saying yes i'm i'm a coach i love it and i have some clients i'm working with and i don't know what will happen next but i'm trying to think about how do i bring like what do i focus on this is so, so rambly but because I, I think like this is it how we do it in the corporate world i love to talk to people who are saying i'm not happy at work right but i have to have this job and i love to talk to them and say okay well is your job your vocation or I've had a day job. I hated, you know, I actually like my job now. I love it. But what would make your life better if your job is one part, but like you're doing all of these other things, does that shift it? And how can we shift that so that you can step more into yeah. this? And then I have artists that will come to me to say, Hey, I'm trying to look for like, it ends up being in this middle sweet spot, which is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. So yes, to answer your question, um, I am taking clients and I think I'd like to do some group stuff at some point to sort of focus on oh, these putting the right people together to help them. Um, but I'm also taking my time because I don't want it to just take over my creative pursuits mm -hmm. and not my own painting because then I don't want to be resentful. Yeah. Yeah. Heck yeah. Absolutely. Important. I need to do that for myself. That's amazing. Yes. Where are you with your own practice right now? With you know, and and can I support you right now in this conversation, or you know, going forward? Uh, my art. Yeah. Um, I think. Here, let me see. I have like I have been. It's like all over the place, but I have. This is not. But I, like yes, this is older, but I like something about this, like the looseness, the color. Yes. Been making some different things Woo! that yeah this okay like this feels too tight there's something i'm i think i'm i think it's too tight really but i don't know like too tight like um do you want there to be some kind of mark that doesn't have a a, 
a completed or hard edge in it? Or what do you mean by too tight? I'm curious. It feels like if I look at this, which is older, yeah. that it's painter, like more painterly and just gestural, yeah. like me. And this, I think it's, I don't know, maybe I'm tr it's trying to be something that's not. Although I do, because uh -huh. I want to like practice my drawing and do better. But it's funny. I'm like, I don't really like that color. I could change it though. I yeah. I <laughs> color mm -hmm. and I balance, but I'm definitely trying to explore. This is, Ooh, but this is an old collage I did and I, and it became a pattern. Yeah. That's, that's. Oh, it's so fun to see a bunch of your work hanging out. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I have, no, I have that in here. So yeah, I'm kind of, I need to, I need to find out through um, doing. Yeah. That's what. If you were going to change the color in that flower, in those blooms, what would you do? Like, what's your sense? I don't know. Um, well, it's so funny. Like, I don't, I don't like the magenta, like that reddish blue magenta. I have like some internal, I don't know. Uh huh. But somebody did have some feedback. Um, it was kind of my corporate marketing friend and, uh, and they said, I, maybe you need more of those flowers. So mm -hmm. maybe try with that. And, um, mm -hmm. I don't know. Like was feeling like a little gloppy. Mm. Like, oil. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Making yes, making but I think I just need to like just keep going. Yeah. Like call something done and keep going for right now. What do you think? Do you ever have that problem? Oh, oh my gosh, yes. I I gave myself an assignment at the beginning of this year to finish a piece every day until all these little ones around me were done because I had so many like you know half finished like even these flowers on here I had just not committed to their positioning and actually collaged like glued them down so I was practicing the art of finishing a piece and now in continuing my daily challenge I um, am painting every day so I'm engaging with the paint whether it's pushing it around or finishing or not because I finally finished all of the like nearly done paintings that were stacking up but it's absolutely a challenge to just make that couple of decisive moves and move on and say like that is a moment in time that's the art I was capable of making and I always know I'm gonna keep, oh my God. keep going well like that's one thing that I've been enjoying here where I said you know what like I'm being too precious here and I'm going to make myself make a decision. And, and, and I was listening to something that was saying like that, you know, d decide or like in the Latin, how it's kind of like, it's a death of all the other decisions and the other opportunities. And I love that about that. Cause it is mm -hmm. true. Like some <laughs> need to, I mean, painting anything. It's just a bunch it, of decisions. It is. Oh man. I'm, do you know about my tattoos that I got? Uh, oh, Oh, the, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> decisions have been such a core thing for me i'm going to show you i love um, you know it, it, uh yeah so a year ago i you know left my marriage uh closed my studio after nine years started doing major changes but i just got no thank you tattooed on <laughs> it's not that great i i wish you were i actually kind of want to get nope like really big so you can see it from like across the street but the spirit of it. I also got I would love to on this one. Um, did you did you 
talk about what, which one you were putting on which part of your body. Yeah, I'm leading with no thank you. Like it's on my dominant hand yeah. because I'm like a walking open yes. And I always joked that if I just had no tattooed on my face, my life would be so much easier. <laughs> so I did it. And um, I feel that way. And that's, that's where I'm at now that I've made some of the like, major physical changes in my life. I'm doing that on these micro levels with saying like, decide, move on, decide, move on. And um, yeah. Yeah, because you I we can't do everything. And sometimes like, I don't know, I, I feel like that internal gauge, I've been, I've probably said yes to too many things. And like, you know, over time, like, you know, when you're like, oh, shoot, like, especially if it's an immediate feeling that you're like, oh, crap, you know, but like, the world doesn't end because you say no to something. Yeah, no? it doesn't. I've yeah. somebody tell me no, but right away versus like ghost me or just like, hey, you know what? This isn't the right fit or the right time. Like, that's totally fine. People, pe we understand. And this is what I tell people because they'll ask me like, oh, I'm like, you give people the understanding and grace that you're giving to other people, please. <laughs> like, totally. Oh, my gosh. Please give that. I know I love a good. I love a good clear no because I'm always I, my natural enthusiasm is almost aggressive. Like when I like <laughs> when I want people to join something, it's like you know it can be you're you're automatically like but yeah. people don't like I'm like I don't need to solve like that's probably part of my learning over the past few years. Oh, I don't have to solve anybody's problems. Oh. I'm, um, thank you, pandemic, for all the closeness and learnings and stuff, you know, yeah. like, just uh, that, that, that doesn't mean, like, you know, I can ask them, like, how can I help you? Do you just want to vent? Like, what is it that you need? How right. Can, you know? Yes. Like, I think as community hubs and instigators, which I see you and I kind of just like our essence being, and, and I think, like, I'm grateful for that learning. I don't think I could have taken on this project or even considered like building some something bigger. That's why I shied away from like bigger courses until I really was actively learning and practicing this like codependency and like met that that level of like you know just kind of letting other people be themselves and you do yeah I do me yeah I feel you yeah, yeah. so many people I'm sure can that resonates with you know yeah. yeah especially as empath artists people who who just like can you know feel each other's vibes so deeply oh yeah i, I mean <laughs> great like facilitating and if i'm presenting they're like how do you how do you know the tone of the room and i'm like i'm like you know it's probably i don't know it's you, oh i'm just you just i don't know about you but i just walk into a room and I can feel everybody's energy in my body. My whole life I've had to like practice. I was a massage therapist for six years and um, I couldn't do it anymore because it was, I would take on so much yeah. of people. Yeah. But when I work with artists one-on-one, -on -one, I, I, um, I do have a way now that I'm able to like pace it mm. and let them be them while still like being really you know in that kind of intimate space holding yeah in the mentor um but yeah i'm still a little nervous to see what it's like to build a big community and sustain that over time 
But I know that's what, that's just, I feel like we need that. We, we, we crave a place to come together. Yeah. So, yeah. Thanks for helping me workshop this, oh, no. this new concept of the art friend show and the art friend world. And anytime. Yeah. I mean, when there's people that like, that's the one thing about the community is like, you have like, I like your work. You have a, uh, um, create magazine, art Queens, Katarina Popova. And there's so, you have Andy J pizza and like, there's I so many yeah. a jealous curator and, and I have to say, like, shout out to all of them, like, during, during 2020, like, George Floyd and all of these really, um, Antrice, um Wood from Savvy Painter is a good friend of mine. I really love her, too. But, like, there's so many people where if you needed help or said, hey, um, how are you dealing with this? Or what are you doing? Um, I want to make sure, like, we have the right tone. Like, I remember sending an email or actually an Instagram DM to a bunch of who I would call, like, community leaders. Uh -huh. But a lot of them are more established in having, like, specific things. Heather and I are like, hey, this is a place to hang out, but we're not necessarily doing things. Mm -hmm. They're all, the, what I want to say is they're all so generous. They are such good people. Every single one of them, I'm sure I'm leaving somebody out, but, like, the fact that everyone's like, it's come, it's collaborative versus competitive. Yeah. And people to each other all the time. I just have so many good things to say about all of that. That's awesome. That's so cool. Good company, and you know. Yeah. yeah. I I I look I look up to all of those create or I look to all of those creators as people who have created like spaces online and in their their work for for that are very accessible and I really I I want to co-create something like that with Art Friend World and you know it's 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 great also you're a person like that where I could look at you and be like oh but she's all that and she has a book published and she has this like amazing online spot and blah blah but you're so accessible and willing to help and and just chat about what it's like and and help build it so oh yeah Team. Seriously, go team. I know, and I don't like mean to dismiss myself. It's just that it's, if anything, because those are small blips of life or like the highlight reel always looks good. When you're like, oh my gosh, like I'll say, whoa, I, I did this and I'm so proud of this. Yeah. I'm like, these are critical. But it's also like, you know, like I, I fully think that so many people, if you just set your mind to something and you keep going and you find out like, okay, you know, how, how do you do those baby steps? Yeah. And so many people can get to something that's important to you. And it doesn't define you as a person. Cause I'm like, you, mm -hmm. a person, it doesn't matter what goals you create. Those are icing, you know, or whatever they mean to you. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. 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 And I'm good. Like, I'm like, we're going over, but, um, that's okay. Well, that is helpful for me is that I think one of those, per I'm one of the personalities where I'm probably pretty, a little bit more extroverted and I get good things from like my Instagram. I get bored sometimes. I haven't posted in a couple weeks, but I'll message and like share a silly meme with my friends or whatever. And that feels like more filling of my cup than depleting. Mm -hmm. And when people do stuff, like I'm not feeling, I don't feel as competitive. And I tell my kids like, if you're creating content, that usually makes you feel less crappy than if you're just consuming. If you're just playing Roblox, you're not gonna feel great. But if you're building Minecraft, you're probably gonna feel a little better. Cause like that, you know? Yeah, the creation, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. We'll talk anytime.
time. Call me. Uh, I'm always driving. Uh, on, That's uh, great. Yeah. I, now I know about your commutes and I can, I can have that chat with you. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, <laughs> the, the show, the art friend show. And um, it's going to be a hit. You know, yes. helping workshop this concept. And uh, it's been so amazing to know you over the years and to uh, learn a bit more deeply about you today, right here live. And um, let's see where this goes. I hope to turn it into like, a, oh, wait, the last thing was you did try out for a TV show. I want to turn this into a TV show one day. <laughs> what was that experience like when you tried out for the show. So I well, I should introduce you to my friend MV, who is a she creates TV shows and she's just an amazing human. She would be a fun person to interview. I'll send you. Be so fun to talk to, yeah. Um, no, because of that alt summit, somebody saw my name there and they said, "Hey, we think you'd be a good candidate. Would you like to try it for NBC Making It with Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman?" Oh my gosh, I'm like such a fan of Amy. I'm but both of them, whatever. Yeah. So well, that's crazy and I have a job and I support my family, all the things. And I'm, I talked to my husband and I'm like, I feel like I just have to if I'm asked. He's like, of course you do, we'll figure it out, you know? So I said, all right, I'm not gonna think about all the logistics of, you know, my 401, you know, all, all my healthcare. I applied and I made it to like the phone interview. This was January, 2020. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I made it to the oh. Oh, and then I had to do like, um, and which was fun. And then I did like a, a second interview, like we had to create something. Yeah. I made it to the next panel. You had to like create, I spent so much in art supplies and we had, we're doing a renovation. So we were staying in like a random house. Oh, wow. I'd like, I was like, I didn't have access to any tools and I had to, you know, whatever. I built all this you stuff. You went all in. You went all in on this application. Like, and then, um, and then when I went to Alt Summit, the person who was on the show, um, I'm blanking on her name. Um, anyway, um, she like she works. At, she's the judge. Uh, she's wonderful. I'm just blanking on her name. She was like the guest speaker, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's like a sign. No, and then I didn't make it. I got like a very nice you know note saying like you made it really far, but you know we went with some other people, which I'm like that's amazing. I get it, you know. And um, if anything, I'll say it worked out because you know I support my family. Yeah. I'm partner our healthcare and it, and I would have, it would have been really difficult to be away from my kids for six weeks. But yeah. Yeah. Like be like, Whoa, what could happen? You know? Yeah. Well, that's the kind of thing that could come around in another form too. You never know, but it was like, yeah, maybe we could have a show where we pitch, we go on a, a like we go to St. Tropez and we can paint and have fun. And my husband, I think he's in there. He just said, or you could just go do that with your friends. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> for it. There you go. <laughs> All right, that's a, that. Let's end there. I could talk to you endlessly. Well, yeah. thank you so much for spending this time with me, and mwah, and thank you to those of you who are tuning in right now in the moment or listening in the future, and just please make friends with your creativity. Um, we're here doing it and, um, I see you fellow artists out there showing up, making that happen, making new things that have never been seen before. So love it. it up. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you. I'd love to have you inside of art friends school where we go deeper into these topics. Follow the link that's in the show notes or find it on my website at onamika.com.